thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Episode 43, Low-Cost DIY Cleaning Products. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Gonna clean it up. Gonna clean it real good. Hello, everyone. I hope you are ready to clean. Clean up the laughs is what I mean, because... We have another episode of the Frugal Friends podcast. I don't know if I use that correctly, in, like in context. I've but never heard that I, saying before. Clean, like clean up, like you're cleaning up, like the cash, or clean up the laughs. Getting I've all the heard laughs. like clean up your attitude, Jill, okay. or it's gonna be <laughs> bad news for you. <laughs> oh well, well that's Jill, and that's how she's heard it. I'm Jen. <laughs> And we are not talking about cleaning up your attitude or your act. We're talking cleaning products. Yeah. And we're not just going to read you a list of like 37 recipes for cleaning products because I was seeing, gosh, lists with over 100 cleaning recipes. We're going to show you how to identify if the recipe you're looking at is legit and best practices when you're making DIY cleaning mm-hmm. products. And then we'll give you a few examples of some good ones and uh, how you can make them not smell so vinegary. Yeah, it's perfect timing, too, because now that you have Marie Kondoed your life and you are all in on tidying up, let's clean it up. Because let's what's a it. tidy home if there's bacteria and germs everywhere? And dust, you know, that's where it's a lot of it's going to be. You're going to clean yeah. those surfaces and you're going to find a lot of dust. Yep. You've so picked up your piles of clothes off the floor and you realize mm. you've got some cleaning to do. <laughs> yeah. One part of your carpet is darker than the other because those clothes have been there on the floor for so long. Exactly. So you know what I'm talking about. You know. <laughs> Before that, though, a word from our sponsors. So we've, yes. we've got modernfrugality.com here. So the Modern Frugality blog and shop has free and low-cost printables, resources, and ebooks to help you reduce your spending, minimize your stuff, and organize your life. Visit shop.modernfrugality.com to see all the freebies, and you can get 50% off any purchase with the code FRUGALFRIENDS19. That's FRUGALFRIENDS19. Check it out, 50% off. Yeah, do that before you clean so that you have more space 
to clean. And today's episode is also brought to you by science. The internet is a glorious and dark place with many great revelations (laughs) that have eased the pain of living. It's also filled with people looking to be heard, even if what they're saying has no merit. (laughs) Thankfully, we have science. It creates hypotheses, verifies claims, debunks myths, and kills unsubstantiated claims. Science. (laughs) Seek it out before you believe everything you read on the internet. Whoa. Mm. I'm honored to have science. This seems like the most (laughs) controversial uh, sponsor we've ever had. (laughs) Science. Science. (laughs) But it's our sponsor, and this is what we're we're relying on science today to— Oh, good point. Yeah. You didn't get the connection? We need science (laughs) to be right here. We don't need the wrong kind of science. We need the right kind of science when we're cleaning and when we're cooking. We need science to be safe and clean. And and so be thankful for it and love it and embrace it. And don't believe everything you read on the internet. Anyways. Anyway. (laughs) Except for things that we've written on the internet. Totally take that blindly. Because we believe in science. (laughs) I always think about Nacho Libre. I I do too. I was about to say it. Thank you. (laughs) I believe in science. (laughs) I believe in science. All right. So our first uh, headline today is from Good Housekeeping. And it's called Why You Should Never Mix Ammonia and Bleach. But it is basically six cleaning products you should never combine. This was a really good article for me. Not that I've ever been in a position where I have mixed these things, but it's good to know that I shouldn't ever do this. So yeah, I didn't I didn't really know any of these if we're being honest. No. But be I kind of want to try it, though. Now reading this oh, thing that oh says, gosh. don't ever mix these two things. I'm like, but why? Is it like when they announce on the plane that you shouldn't, that you need to turn your phone off? Like, is that really doing anything? You know, is this one of those articles where they just wanted to write a bunch of stuff? M- mixing bleach and rubbing alcohol. Am I really going to make chloroform? Yeah. Oh, I want to okay. find out. Um, well, <laughs> let's go down the, the list and then we'll, I have a, another link to a chemist writing these things. That's so, true. That's true. Yes. Okay. And this one's written by Good Housekeeping's like chief director of cleaning. I don't know what that means, but I hope she believes in science. The first one <laughs> is bleach and ammonia, as the title suggests. Um, because it produces a toxic a toxic gas called chloramine. And what and, and what does chloramine do? You don't want to breathe it in, folks. It, it can, can cause... give you shortness of breath and chest pain. I don't want that. I don't need that it while also... I'm cleaning. I'm already <laughs> under unnecessary stress when I'm cleaning. Actually, right? it's kind but... of therapeutic for me. but and you'll and it says it does the same thing if you mix vinegar with bleach which is number five but it mentions it along here so i think that one's a more likely thing that people might try to do when they're cleaning their house is to they're using the all-natural vinegar and then they want to just get maybe a little extra so they'll mix the vinegar and bleach 
And that also causes chloramine. Whoa. And this is where this thought pattern can come in, which they talk about in the article that people can think, oh, if one product is really good and I like it, then mixing it with another one that I really like is going to be even better. But Mm -hmm. that thinking is false. And us frugal folk know this, right? We know that more is not usually better. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so not everyone will be using just straight up ammonia, but remember that most glass and window cleaners contain ammonia. Mm -hmm. So keep those away from your bleach. Don't store them together. Don't Yeah, it would be important to to know what the ingredients are because I have like an all-purpose spray that sometimes I might, like if the all-purpose spray isn't working, then I'll go grab the bleach or the vinegar. So Mm -hmm. holy smokes, maybe that's why I feel so funny when I clean my shower. Oh my gosh. Jill, Um, Jill, I think number two really shocked you. I loved your Yes, it did. Okay. So number two says that you shouldn't mix drain cleaner with drain cleaner. It can explode. Which for you pyros out there, this might be exactly what you want to do on a Friday night. The one that you wanted to try. Yeah. That's when you said that. This is the one I thought. Apparently, they have some powerful formulas that if they aren't quite exactly the same, it's not like, oh, I'm running out of this drain cleaner. Just go grab whatever else I have and let's dump that down too. It It's mm-hmm. possible that they could interact in a very negative way. Yes. So if you're trying to be frugal and combining two things because you are low on both, Just don't. And this doesn't have brands, but it is depicted by pictures of like that big jug looking one and then the smaller one that may have like two in one. And that may suggest that doing two in one is okay, but they're not (laughs) essentially (laughs) adding a third one to that two in one does not make it work better. Yes. Nope. It can explode in case you missed that the first time. And one that you may be really interested in knowing. Number three, basically the point of this whole article being shared with you is baking soda and vinegar. Mm -hmm. Seriously, in half of the DIY cleaning product recipes, you will find out there. I don't know why. It's a simple Google search We'll tell you why this is not a good idea. Jill, have you tried this before? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, this is what they all say to do. Like, mix vinegar and baking soda. It's like your Mm -hmm. number one go-to DIY cleaning thing. So this one's definitely a surprise to me. Right. No, it was a surprise to me when I was doing research for this. And it's a really simple concept. Baking soda is basic. Actually, most of the cleaning, like natural cleaning products you will use are basic vinegar is <laughs> not acidic. not like not like the term like yeah basic right it's not that it's like remember your litmus tests back in mm-hmm. uh middle school that's what we're talking about yep it's got that high ph um the base yeah the bases have the higher phs so that those are basic vinegar is acidic and so when you put them together yes you get this beautiful fizzy little volcano-like 
chemical reaction. But what you are left with after those chemicals react, and it is a chemical reaction because this is science, and you are left with water, heat, and salt. So you are essentially, after you mix the two, you're cleaning with warm salt water. So, (laughs) (laughs) which, I mean, sometimes you clean with salt, you know, like on pans to give you something gritty, but... But this isn't that type of salt. This isn't (laughs) the coarse salt that's giving you that grit that you're using to clean. Mm -hmm. This is just warm, this is diluted salt Salt water. water. Mm -hmm. And it's, the article also says... If stored in a closed container, the mixture can explode. Yeah. So try try that out if you want to see an explosion. Probably not like a scary, fiery explosion. Just like a, yeah. like volcano explosions, like science projects. Thank you, science. Mm-hmm. So I found this other article from a chemist at The Wirecutter. The Wirecutter is a really reliable review site owned by The New York Times. And this chemist basically goes around and for the wire cutter just kind of debunks myths and and verifies things. Mm -hmm. But she says acids and bases cancel each other out. So your common household acids are vinegar, which is acetic acid, and lemon juice, which is citric acid. So those are your two Mm -hmm. basic acids. You can just kind of rely on that. And then your bases are the ammonia, the baking soda, the borax, bleach. And and she says, please don't mix bleach with anything ever, ever. (laughs) Yeah, that's just a good rule of thumb. If you're like, I can't keep up with all these things we're talking about, just don't mix, mix bleach with stuff. Yeah. And then also don't mix vinegar with Bases. So basically, if you're going to use a vinegar cleaner, you want to use it on its own. Mm-hmm. And and so that's a rule of thumb when you're looking at recipes. You want vinegar and water. There you go. There's your thing. You can use some essential oils, maybe put some, you know, dried herbs in there. But that's pretty much you don't need to make it more complicated because it only cancels out the great benefits of vinegar. Mm-hmm. And same with baking soda. Baking soda has great properties on its own. But mm-hmm. when you mix it with vinegar, it kind of cancels those properties out. Exactly. So I love science, man. Oh, yeah. So good. All right. <laughs> Another one. Hydrogen peroxide and vinegar. And hydrogen peroxide is one that it gives a fantastic chemical reaction on its own. You don't need to mix it with anything. Have you ever cleaned with hydrogen peroxide, Jill? Uh, only wounds. <laughs> not well, it not does my the, house. Okay, so it does the same thing with wounds as it does like if you get blood in something, mm-hmm. um, you put some hydrogen peroxide on it. It's it's kind of like a bleach. So that's why you also shouldn't mix it with vinegar. Mm-hmm. And you can um, put it on, there's like maybe mold or mildew in the bathroom can pour it on that and it it kills it kills bacteria uh, just like yeah. yeah just like bleach would but mm-hmm. 
Don't mix it with vinegar. Mixing that can cause irritations to your skin, eyes, respiratory system. You don't need that. Yes, it creates parasitic parasitic acid. Parasitic acid. Science. I I don't know. I believe you. Yes. And our last one, guess guess what it is? Guess what it is? <laughs> uh, rubbing alcohol. Yeah, and bleach. <laughs> You're noticing a pattern here. So um, this is the one that makes, this makes chloroform if you mix rubbing alcohol and bleach together. Um, yeah. Which, you so, know, that's what kidnappers use. Mm-hmm. Make it a rule in your life. Don't ever mix bleach with anything but plain water. Mm-hmm. Like even other cleaning products that contain bleach, like don't do it. It should not be mis- mixed with anything. Yeah. So if you see those things mixed together in a recipe for a DIY cleaner, run for the hills. Except for what? Like laundry bleach? When that when that can be added to your laundry along with your detergent, I think they're added separately in different cycles. They that's why yeah, well, you don't yeah, they, add, there's different sections. That's why it has right, like the that's bleach why you section. Aha! Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Use the sections in the washing machine. Look at that there for a reason. Even so, you know what? This goes all the way back to what, like our third or fourth episode, where like our our episode on clothing turned mostly into a laundry episode, yeah. and then we were saying how we didn't know what all the different compartments were. Look mm-hmm. at us; we're learning together. We're learning and growing together. Here you are, a few months later. That's why there's different compartments mm-hmm. because they can't be mixed. Boom. We're together during this aha moment. I'm that was glad fun. to be with you. Thank you. It was good to look at your face. It felt safe. <laughs> All right. So now that you know what to avoid in recipes, let's go take a look at uh, the essential ingredients for homemade cleaners. Um, yeah. And this is from Wonder Mom Wannabe. And... Uh, titled the essential ingredients for homemade cleaners so for those of us who do want to make our own and have the goal of it being non-toxic kid-friendly adult-friendly every everybody pet-friendly you know so you're not breathing in a bunch of carcinogens not only when you're cleaning but because those things like they they sit around and you continue to breathe them in or touch them and then you might put your face, your your hands to your mouth, and it's just a whole big mess. So there's yeah. a lot of reasons to DIY your your cleaning products, and here's some essentials. Yeah, you just have to do it right. And so I like this article because not only does she go over the essentials, but she, she tells you why they're essential. And so mm-hmm. when you're looking at a recipe, and you're looking at the ingredients in it, you should be able to identify like this is in here for this, this is in here for this. This should not be in here. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. So, you can be that own. person who, when somebody's like, I just spilled wine on my red, my white shirt, red wine on my white shirt. What should I do? You can know, oh, this will be good for that because it does X, Y, Z. You could yeah. be that person. Or just start white here. wine and wear red shirts. And then you'll be like, oh, oh well, Problem keep solved. drinking. Yeah. So, 
whichever problem you want to have, um, you'll be able to solve it. So my favorite part about spring cleaning is that post clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com frugal. That's mintmobile.com frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com frugal. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Now that I have kids, I'm hyper aware of the information I put online. But unfortunately, there's only so much I can do. Our personal information is everywhere on the internet, and I don't have time to monitor and take it off every website. That's why I personally use Delete Me. Delete.me is a service that finds and removes any personal information from hundreds of data broker websites and makes sure it stays off. Delete.me isn't just a one-time service. It's always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you don't want on the internet. I signed up, completed a questionnaire, and they took it from there, submitting opt-out requests to data broker sites and keeping my personal info private. To take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. Now, add a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com frugal and use promo code FRUGAL at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL and enter code FRUGAL at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL, code FRUGAL. All right, nice. first one. Jill, kick us off. All right, folks, we got baking soda. Top on mm. the list. This is ideal for scouring. You know, not not scouring like for people at the beach, but scouring, like like really getting in some of that elbow grease, you know, or circular without, motion. Just, yeah, just sprinkling baking soda on a countertop with a microfiber cloth is, I mean, there you go. Yeah, it's scouring. also a deodorizer but because it absorbs smell. So you, you might see mm -hmm. a lot of people with baking soda opened in their fridge that's why, because it absorbs yes. all the like yucky smells. You should still clean your refrigerator, but it does help. Yes. Clean it with some baking soda. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can also use this like in <coughs> cars or on carpets. If they kind of have an odor to them, let mm -hmm. it sit for a while and then just vacuum it up. Yeah. It's a really good trick for getting out smells and maybe used cars. You know us. We're 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 frugal. We're buying <laughs> we're used buying cars. <laughs> yes. All right. So another scouring agent is the next on the list. It's coarse salt. So not like the salt mixture you're making when you mix baking soda and vinegar, uh, but an actual coarse salt uh, is a scouring agent. It's 100% safe and natural, and it also works well as a softener. So yeah. I don't know what you're softening. 
maybe water. (laughs) Well, we do know that it is good for a water softener, but maybe, I mean, I have poured salt in with pans that need a good scrubbing and then, yeah, with just a little bit of water. I don't know. It sometimes yeah, seems maybe to use, help. You could use a lemon and then do your cast iron yeah. with some lemon and salt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Another good one. Yep. Then we've got ourselves distilled white vinegar. This is my favorite. If you've heard our healthcare episode, you know, drinking apple cider vinegar is my jam. So of course, cleaning with distilled white vinegar is also my jam. I just really think very highly of vinegar in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, so this one is really great for fighting bacteria. It's also super effective against grease, soap residue, and stains. Yes, and important to note, again, vinegar is really good on its own mixed with some water. Mm-hmm. So don't combine it with baking soda, castile soap, hydrogen peroxide, you probably don't want to mix it with many of your other bases Yeah, uh, for the most part. Um, and don't use it on marble or granite. Yeah, I was just going to say that. And this is probably a not so commonly known thing. Marble and granite are actually pretty porous. Mm-hmm. Granite, you're actually supposed to reseal a couple times a year. Most people don't realize that. They think it's a super durable countertop. And it is. You know, you can put your hot pans right on it. But it's pretty porous. And you need you need to seal it quite often if you want it to last. And marble... Marble can stain really easily. Very easily. So yeah. they're they're pretty countertops, but they're not durable. So side note, if you're building or remodeling right now, go for some man-made quartz. Quartz, uh, that's where it's at. It's gonna run you about the same amount as some mid-grade granite, but it's just a better option if you want that high-end look, but not have to deal with resealing it every couple of years every a couple times a year or the stains mm-hmm. no one needs coasters on their brand new marble countertops nope and <laughs> you can clean quartz with distilled white vinegar yep so fun that's fact. what we like to hear next on the list is a hydrogen peroxide super effective at killing bacteria so it's a great substitute for bleach and ammonia um, but don't mix it with vinegar Keep those two, keep those bacteria fighting things separately. Just because they're good at fighting bacteria on their own doesn't mean they work better together. Yeah. It's like like people. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Keep them separate. (laughs) Some people. So this next one, vodka. Apparently, Mm. I didn't know this, vodka is terrific for cleaning glass and chrome and it apparently works well for getting rid of mildew you of course can also substitute this for rubbing alcohol but apparently they they think vodka would work too although i've got to wonder would i rather have children ingesting vodka residue on the (laughs) counter or like the carcinogens i don't know i don't know which one's like safer for kids (laughs) Yeah, I don't know either, but probably probably vodka. I but will say, I guess some. Go oh, ahead. Well, some people in the like natural cleaning community don't 
think rubbing alcohol is like natural. So they prefer vodka. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would probably prefer to clean with vodka. Well, for a couple of reasons that I, I won't <laughs> mention all of them, but rubbing alcohol like makes me pass out. I have some sort of association with rubbing alcohol and and very sterile medical environments, and oh, no. I pass out. Like well, when I got my when I got my wisdom teeth out, I guess I smelled rubbing alcohol in the chair, and I passed out. No one had touched me. Nothing had happened yet, and the <laughs> doctors had to come in, and they were like, "Uh." I woke up. I was like, "Is it over?" Uh, oh my goodness, that was so fast. And they're like, "No, you just passed out. We're <laughs> putting you back under to actually do the surgery." So embarrassing. Oh no, I know rubbing uh, alcohol, man. So That's horrible. So vodka, man. I'm going to use that. That won't <laughs> we'll make me to, pass out. I'll probably have to say that rubbing alcohol is the more frugal choice. But if you That's already true. have vodka on hand <laughs> and a lot of it, then clean your glass with it. Yep. Clean. <laughs> clean with it. You won't pass out by the smell, at yes. least. All right. And then we've got some Castile soap. Uh, which is very common with, it's a Dr. Bronner's is the most popular type. And uh, it's gentle on skin, but tough on dirt and grease. And so it makes a good uh, substitute for vinegar. And again, she's saying don't combine Castile soap with vinegar. You can use it as a substitute for it. And mm-hmm. a lot of people hate the smell of vinegar. Mm-hmm. So that's it's where a good alternative mm-hmm. comes in. Yeah. Yeah. The next one is bar soap. So they say that you can grate this, like grate it up like you would cheese <laughs> to make some homemade laundry detergent. And recipes for dish soap might call for some bar soap. Mm-hmm. And you can also use it to pre-treat stains on your clothing, like before you I throw them into that. the wash. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that either. I'm not a huge bar soap fan because of the residue that it leaves in the shower. Same. Like body gels and washes are so much better for the look of your tub and shower than bar soap. So if you ha- keep getting streaks and residue in your shower and you're like, why is this happening? It's probably because you're using bar soap. Yeah, possibly. Uh, and then next we've got washing soda, which is different than baking soda. It's a natural laundry booster. So it's also used in a lot of homemade cleaner recipes. It's good at cutting grease deodorizing, and disinfecting. I would personally never make my own laundry detergent, um, but a lot of the uh, accessory things that you buy, um, you can substitute for like DIY and, and put washing soda in them. I have never heard of the term washing soda. What What is it's, that? Where do you find it? Uh, I would assume on Amazon. That's true. They they do give you some links in here, but I've never heard of this term. It's not something I own and I don't think it's something I'm ever going to buy. So, you know, take it or leave it on some of these things on the list. Yeah. So the next one is borax. 
So in a couple of these articles, it does say, beware, because Borax wallet is natural. It's not 100% safe. So don't just assume like, oh, just throw Borax on it. It, it may not be like the best, the best thing for you because it's risky if you inhale it or it gets into your eyes or if it's undiluted, but it does really help with whitening and stain fighting. So actually, borax is one of the ingredients when we had talked about DIY dry cleaning. Borax is one of the ingredients for that. And I do think it's generally used when it comes to laundry. So if, yeah. if laundry is something you're DIYing, then definitely, yeah, consider this. But don't assume you can just like spray it everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess none of this stuff you should spray everywhere. But Yeah. All right. And then we've got <laughs> uh, citric acid, which is ideal for preventing water spots and cloudiness. Um, you can use it to when you're washing dishes leaves um, glass and mirrors sparkling, handy for cleaning stainless steel, um, and works like magic on wine stains. So this is another one where you could take that coarse salt with a, a lemon and clean your stainless steel and um, clean wine stains. So that would be really smart. And then we've got olive oil, and that's usually in DIY furniture cleaners because it conditions wood. Well, but you want to make sure you're using like a cheaper olive oil because don't that could be even pricier than like furniture cleaners. Yeah. And then you've got your essential oil. So this is what can make it smell nice. And some oils also have some antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral properties that you can do your own research on. You do not have to join an MLM to do this. You can mm -hmm. get essential oils at Marshall's or TJ Maxx yep. on clearance. Well, you so. may not be able to eat them, but... Yeah. Don't eat them. That's Don't the solution to that problem. Them. There's so much science telling you not to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> science. So, yeah. Some of the ones that she lists as really good in cleaners, um, lemon, tea tree, peppermint, and rosemary. These are all antibacterial. They all have antibacterial um, properties. So yeah. perfect. Yeah. Those are the things to be looking out for when you want to make your own DIY cleaners. So, and don't think we're done. Don't just think we're done. We've just gone because over what not we're to use at and the best part of the week. Yeah, we're just taking a break for the, the bill of the week. time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the bill of the week. Okay. Hey, you guys. I'm talking kind of quiet because I'm at this New Year's like mixer for the local chamber of commerce and you know, it's a typical networking event. We got to meet all these people. And I swear to God, <laughs> this man came up and introduced himself. And he's like, hey, I'm Bill. And 
this is a Friday, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to go, and I need to call somebody because um, I have a new favorite bill of the week. <laughs> so um, there you guys go, Jen and Jill and all of our frugal friends. I met a bill at a networking event, and he seemed nice. I don't think he was as excited to meet me as I was to meet him. <laughs> Happy Bill of the Week. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. That's awesome. Oh, I wish Bill. that we had been there with you, but I kind of feel like we are there with you. Because you're calling us from this event. I know. That's and it may be a later date. But I mean, I love that we in some ways have ruined the name Bill for any of our listeners, like anyone yeah. named Bill that they meet now. It's just funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I got from that phone week. call. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love ruining things for oh, people sounds like, to, uh, like was, a true millennial. He was so excited to be Bill and to introduce himself and a network. Bill the networker. He yes. he's my favorite Bill this week too. Yes. Oh, well, if thank you, you for that. Ever meet any Bills and you want to sneak away and call us about it, please head to <laughs> frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill and quietly let us know about your Bill of the Week because we want to be in on this with you. And especially if you meet like Bill Murray or something, that would be the bomb. Oh, I just watched the documentary. I don't want to ruin that if somebody is going to call in about Bill Murray. But there's a documentary because there's all these random stories about thing, things that Bill Murray does that are just like, nah, that never happened. There, there's just a does. collection of these stories about Bill Murray. So a whole documentary was made about it. It's on Netflix. Yeah, so somebody should watch it and then tell us their their favorite part, and that can be the Bill of the Week. I don't know, whatever, whatever you want to do. If you meet Bill Murray, holy smokes, if Bill Murray calls in, I think this podcast would explode. Explode. That's like vinegar and bleach together. If Bill Murray and Frugal Friends, Bill Murray, Bill of the Week segment, (laughs) my mind would explode. I wish you could see Jill's mind is about to explode. We need to like move on. She is stressed. Anyway, it's, it's a good stress. It's an excited yeah. stress. Yeah. Her, I wish you could see her face. Okay. How do I get my partner on board with our finances? It's a top question we get from listeners, and we've realized it's a game changer when there are tools that allow you to work together better, like Monarch. Monarch is the top rated all in one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com frugal. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple design makes it so easy to set up and manage your household finances. Plus, they have built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. After trying out Monarch myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal for your extended 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001 and more, saving you time and money. 
With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, Flow Health, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at vanta.com special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot slash special for $1,000 off Vanta. Lightning round. Jen, you actually called it lightning round in our show, in our notes. Thank you so much. I feel so validated. Every time I'm like calling it lightning round, she's like, we don't do a lightning round. I'm like, I know we don't. Just play along. And this time she put and it I in have. our outline. Yeah, I call. I'm going to I'm going to be with you on this one. Here we go. Lightning round. So let's let's talk about a few good recipes because we said we weren't going to do a whole episode on it and we didn't. You're welcome. We saved you from <laughs> some explosions, some respiratory issues. You know, you learned a few things about me and my aversion to rubbing alcohol. Now here's a recipe. So if you want that kind of non-vinegar all-purpose cleaner, because we know how good vinegar is, but some people can't mm-hmm. take the smell of it. So this this website, Keeper of the Home, gives us a great non-vinegar all-purpose cleaner. Here's what it is. One tablespoon baking soda, one teaspoon Castile soap, three to five drops of a tea tree oil, and then fill the bottle with water. Spray that all around, folks. You've got yourselves Mm -hmm. a good-smelling all-purpose cleaner that you did yourself. You know what's in it. You could almost lick it, but don't. Ooh, yeah, don't. It's it's Castile (laughs) soap. You don't. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Unless you had a dirty mouth and you you need to wash your mouth out with soap. Do you ever have to do that? No. Your mom never made you do that? No. Because I didn't have a dirty mouth. <laughs> Good point. Anyways, she would have if you would have had a dirty mouth, but you didn't. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a good kid. Thank you, Jill. All right. And for those of us who are okay with a little vinegar smell, there is the tried and true classic vinegar surface cleaner. And this one's particularly from livesimply.me. And it's just a cup of distilled water with a cup of distilled white vinegar. And then you can add to that um, half a lemon, half of a the juice from half a lemon, and then like 15 drops of essential oil, whatever you want. Um, or you could just throw in a lemon rind and some rosemary sprigs and do it that way. I think it's important to note with any recipe that these are not shelf stable for as long as commercial cleaners. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to let these sit around for like more than three weeks because anytime you have you add water, especially if it's tap water, then you invite the growth of bacteria. And so like not even the vinegar or the baking soda or whatever can is perfect in killing that off. So it's one reason why using distilled vinegar is a good idea if you've got it around, but you still don't want to let it uh, sit out for very long. So make small portions Mm -hmm. um, or maybe split it. If you are not going to use two cups of cleaner in a few weeks, then split it with a friend. Yeah. Um, But you don't want it to just be sitting. And if you have made some DIY cleaner that's 
pretty old, uh, probably best to just toss it. Start over. Start over. Because chemical reactions and, and science and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Plus, these items are inexpensive. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why we frugal folks make our own. Yeah. Those are our best tips for DIY cleaning. I hope that you will try them. There are a ton of recipes on the web, and maybe one day I will just confi- compile a list of the good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have time to like just rummage through all of the crap ones. Now you can rummage through them yourself because you know what to look for. Yep. Perfect. Let's talk about our book club. Always, always willing to do that. So it's February right now. So we are currently reading Meet the Frugal Woods. This is by Elizabeth Willard Thames. Thames. I don't know. Someday I'll figure that out. Um, (laughs) But she's amazing. So jump in on that. Yes. And if you want to jump in and you want a free copy, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Screenshot the review before you hit submit. And then after you hit submit, send it to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And we are selecting one winner for every five reviews that we get on our inbox. And there is no limit. No limit. You could get yourself a free book. Yes. Who doesn't want that? Especially this one. Get yourself this free book. This has changed a few things the way that I live life. I don't want to say it's completely life-changing, but it did change a few things in my life. And if you want an example of a good five-star review that you can leave for a book-winning opportunity, here you go. Mm. This one is from K Pels, and it is titled Fun Podcast for Frugal Folks. Thank you, Jen and Jill, for taking the guesswork out of frugal living. This podcast is both fun and jam-packed full of helpful tips to get you started and keep you motivated on your frugal journey. Living paycheck to paycheck and saying no to friends is no fun, but these hosts remind me that there is fun to be had while living frugally. Yes, K-Pels, there is. We're doing it. Yes. I'm sitting in bed right now talking about (laughs) DIY cleaning products. What Mm -hmm. else can you ask for yep ate dinner with a coupon yep (laughs) having fun and being frugal that's what we're about (laughs) oh that's a good one oh thanks so much that was a really good one we want to be your frugal friends so if you want to help more people find out about the podcast seriously leave a review that's the way people do it Mm -hmm. and uh we want them to know what they're getting into Because we're not like other podcasts and we don't want people that won't like us to listen to us and then leave us one star reviews. (laughs) Who needs that? We want friends, not frugal enemies. That doesn't do no one no good. Yeah. So until then, leave your reviews, be frugal, and we'll see you next week. See you then. Bye. Bye. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriani. Um, what would a frugal enemy even look like? Like, what would what would that mean if you had a frugal enemy that they were somebody s- who's trying to? Oh, this is it. Somebody who's all up in the buy nothing group, trying to get all the things that you want.
<laughs> right? Well, somebody that knows you're looking for or something. Or knows that you're looking for it. They uh-huh. don't need they, it. They, they just swipe into your yeah. post and they're like, ooh, I'll take that. And also, they never contribute to the buy nothing group. Yep. They're always taking. Mm-hmm. So basically, what we're talking about is cheap. A frugal enemy is a cheap person. Because oh I don't gosh, think yeah, it'd be possible all of this stuff to be a And they don't need person. anything else. Right. But they just keep <laughs> take, take, taking yeah. from the buy nothing group. Yes. That is it. I don't think it's possible that if you're frugal that you wouldn't be our friends. I think that I think that what would actually be happening is you're not frugal. You're something else. Probably cheap. Cheap, And yeah. therefore you're a frugal enemy. You're the enemy mm-hmm. of frugality. Frunemy. We don't want those reviews. No. No. (laughs) And Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.